to another episode of Tales for Wales, the one-stop shop for anything Welsh. Welsh history, Welsh people, anything bloody Welsh, we bloody love it, basically. Today we've got another exciting episode um, on the Battle of Panama. I'm Jack Newby, as always, accompanied by my what my teachers would have called a crony. It's Alan Franks. Coming in hot, coming in inject a bit of enthusiasm because you were sounding like you're doing a late night radio show yeah it's true yeah sorry mate i tried it is late night for me mate it's 10 o'clock in the night that's, yeah. that's 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 way too late for me it is 10 o'clock and we're just in a second podcast which once again we've been blighted by tech issues <laughs> always always it's hard work I was looking up the other day, and I was like, oh, how do we, how can we make this better? And they were like, look, buy a mixing board, buy this. I was like, mate, I ain't got money to buy stuff. You know? <laughs> yeah, and if I did, do, it's I not got just, this. I got just enough to keep me in the booze to make these things somewhat <laughs> entertaining. Yeah. Um, but you're right, yeah. So we were like, oh, should I just jump straight into it? We're tired as it is. Let's jump straight in. Oh, mate. Me? Mate, I couldn't give a fuck about what you've been up to, so just, just <laughs> crack on with it. Yeah, I've been up to stuff. <laughs> Google it. All right, let me, uh, let me start. Um, so, yeah, I'll be doing this one. I'll, I'll be giving you the tale of Captain Morgan versus Panama City, um, and Jack will be chiming in like he always does. Fucking hell. <laughs> can't let things lie. Like, can't let <laughs> yeah. sleeping dogs lie, can I? How many beers deep are you in now? How many drinks deep are you in now? Oh, so I've had... I've had three Star Pramans, mm. and I've had this is my third, no fourth pint of Ooh. rum and coke. But oh, that's Cassie don't, don't, rum. No, no, lambs, my friend. The good <laughs> no, stuff. No. But um, also, well. um, don't judge me on pint measures. I'm, I'm basically it's like two normal drinks. Just I just can't be asked going yeah. back and forth. You know, don't, yeah, don't judge me. All right, you, you're, no. you're, you're the alcoholic, not me. Yeah, you're, you're saving the valuable camp energy, wasting going up and down, up and down the stairs to get a new pint. That I do well, half I, I do need to add in more steps to my counter. All right, <laughs> uh, I've had like this is my eighth can of Carlin, but Carlin is is beautiful. It is piss water. It's so weak. It's, it goes down at like God's nectar. The duality there, it's beautiful. It's piss water. Do you know what I mean? It's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's so complex. You don't even yeah. know. Then it's coming or going. Um, well, anyway, I'll jump straight in. Um, because, like I said, we've had a few bevies, we've had a few technical issues. Let's just crack on with it. And it's a long E. This is quite a big one. Um, so I'm going to start. Um, so we're looking at Captain Morgan and his attack on the Spanish-owned Panama City. I read this quote from HistoryNet.com, a website that, you guessed it, is, is about nets. That's a little joke for me. <laughs> it's, it's a bunch of boffins. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That, is, that has absolutely caught me off guard. You, you punched <laughs> me in the kidney with that joke there. I did not know that was going. It's a, yes, you guess, it's a bunch of boffins telling you about history in a non-podcast form, a.k.a. the written word, a.k.a. virgins. Anyway, they quote, I quote them saying, one of the most audacious sieges of the 17th century pitted Spain's second most important city in the New World against a remarkable army that recognised no one flag. Not one flag, save, perhaps, the Jolly Roger. Fucking losers. <laughs> like that, 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 I think that's a cool intro, man. I like that. Oh, mate, no. They sound so smug when they wrote it. <laughs> save, perhaps, no, the Jolly no. Roger. <laughs> <laughs> Perchance, but no, uh, the Jolly Roger. 
I think that's <laughs> I think that's like what would strike fear into any sort of upper class man. Thing, what what flag do they bear? None, <laughs> perchance the Jolly Roger. <gasps> two things. He's called Roger, and he's jolly. What's scary about that? Hey, it's ironic. You ain't going to be jolly when the Jolly Roger turns up. Do you know what I mean? What the, you're we're gonna, pirates you're gonna be irony. Sad. You're going to be downright sad. The pirates loved a bit of irony, okay? <laughs> Just irony mad. What they were trying to say is this is a story about how a powerful rich city fell to the wrath of a grumglug in Yobbo, a.k.a. the pirates and the crew of Captain Henry Morgan, a.k.a. the yeah, fairy fog spice yeah. rum by the bucketful. Um, yeah, as an um, aside... Uh, he was... He, he was named after Spice Rum, wasn't he? Not the other way around. <laughs> yeah, it's a great coincidence. <laughs> um, we're going to do a whole episode on Captain Morgan because his story is wild. But um, I'll really be quick about this, just to give a little backdrop into him. He was born in Llanrumney, not far from here, which is between Cardiff and Newport, in 1635. He was Barbados off, which is such a good word, which means you sent to Barbados. It's like a sort of slavery, but for petty crimes in the UK. You've been Barbados off, mate. <laughs> yeah, oh, Barbados off, mate. But yeah, oh, you're gonna so, send yeah. me to a fucking lovely Caribbean <laughs> island. island. Yeah. yeah, yeah, do yeah. me, mate. Yeah, it's like what really right wing gammon men say about prison nowadays. Oh, it's like all the Butlins. This back then was like all the <laughs> you've, you've been Butlins off. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> Um, like uh, many other white people who got their freedom after being indentured, which is a sort, which is a term given to the white Europeans who were shipped off to pay for their crimes, um, he was broke when he left it. So he cobbled together a gang of lowlifes and scoundrels and destitute bastards that started to partake in the fine old art of piracy. Um, you know that old ad- advert: "You wouldn't rob a handbag." Da, na, 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 na. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, these fellas, they would actually they, rob a handbag. They- they paid they no pirates. attention to that advert. They would rob a handbag. They would rob <laughs> yeah. a car. They would rob a fucking DVD. And unlike your granddad, he used to burn DVDs by the truckload. Uh, these were more of the pillaging and taking of ships kind of pirates. Um, to the um, not-so-tech yeah. savvy as well, burn DVDs wasn't on a fire. It was like, <laughs> I don't think them, that needed clarifying. Them. Well, I don't know. You know, we might have a market, you know, above 60 oh, or something like that. And they're going, burning oh, DVDs? Fuck. What's that? You know, you never oh, got to clarify these things, mate. Specificity a, is key. If we have a demographic of six-year-olds, I'm going to kill myself. But, I mean, well, thanks no, no. for listening. I'm, I mean, I'm not saying major demographic, but there might be the old fringe ones that are like, you know what? I like Welsh history. I like hearing oh, people yeah. half my age. Bounce about stuff. <laughs> yeah, actually, I take that back. Please be nice and subscribe. Uh, you're exactly. a lovely person. You, you, don't, yeah. don't, mate. We need all we can get. Don't, don't alienate the <laughs> sixty-year-olds. <laughs> anyway, so this merry gang of sea pirates, under the ruthless leadership of Captain Morgan, uh, became renowned for their skill on the high seas. They were also soon discovered that crimes directed against vessels associated with to political opponents of the British crown were not only profitable, but often officially condoned, as in the British were more than happy for them to do so. So the nationality of these political victims changed throughout the years, due to like new treaties being signed and allegiances changing, but one of the few constants was the Spanish. The Spanish at the time, which just reminded the folks at home of the 17th century, were still repping the greatest empire in the world. Spain, or New Spain, as it's called, owned the entire coast of Gulf of Mexico, all the territory that is now Florida to California, Mexico and all of Central America, plus the islands of Cuba, Puerto Rica, and Hispaniola. And all it's of mad, South America. Isn't it, when you think, um, you, 
you know, you, you always think of, oh, you know, um, yeah, you know, when, when these European countries were seafaring and all that, you know, Britain owned 70% of the world at one point, blah, blah, blah. When you say like New Spain and you, you say names like Florida, California, yeah. you're like, hang on a minute, that's bloody America. <laughs> that's, that's mind blown. That's, yeah, mind blown. Yeah, it really is to me. I, yeah. I think, fucking hell, yeah. And you go, well, how do you, you know, why'd they give it up, didn't they? Well, also, when we <laughs> say quite owned, simple, I imagine, but. yeah, I say owned, it meant invaded, captured, enslaved, yeah. and ruled. Enslaved, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely yeah. tyrannical rule, yeah. It's like when I was reading up on this, um, the boffins at History Net said, oh, discovered by Christopher Columbus in 1494, Jamaica had been captured by the English from Spain during the course of blah, blah, blah. Jamaica wasn't discovered then. Jamaica had been inhabited by humans for like since 4000 BC. But oh, yeah, sure, yeah. old Chrissy C discovered it. Well done, you virgin cunt. Hey, look. <laughs> yeah, it was that the white man discovered it. Therefore, it wasn't real until that point. That's, that's basically what it is. Yeah. Well, um. So most of these new Spain countries were incredibly rich in gold and silver. So Spain became even richer and even richer, and stinking old Britain was fuming at this. Um, other European nations had a few islands, but these were mostly disease-ridden and scabby, so the Spanish weren't really bothered about not having them. This is highlighted when the English-slash-British took Jamaica from the Spanish in 1655. And Spain weren't really that bothered as it had no precious gold or silver. However, this, this would be their downfall as the trade routes for the Caribbean passed directly past Jamaica, which led to a huge amount of piracy happening in the Channel. And when Moody Cargo showed up at the British-owned Port Royal in Jamaica, authorities wouldn't ask many questions as it was mostly the Spanish getting robbed, which was in the interest of the Crown. So whenever like the pirates would rob from there and take it to Port Royal to sell it on, they wouldn't be asked where it would come from because they were kind of glad the Spanish were getting like murked off. Um, oh, that is like, so corrupt. Corrupt police, isn't yeah. it? Like they're going like, oh, look, I've just yeah. been robbed. Yeah, but you know, you, you're the wrong <laughs> sort of folk, and you, so yeah. I don't really mind. Um, I am, can break. Um, it was during this yeah. time that Henry Morgan was getting his work experience as a pirate in, and he's building up his reputation as a fine old pirate, and his crew quickly grew and made him captain. Sorry, pour myself a cheeky <laughs> Sorry, let me just. But I'm trying to keep my dog away from the mic as well. He's, he's come up for a little cutch, and it's, it's very cute. But also, he's like trying to boff it all the time. I'm, I'm going to try and keep him away. But well, I just spent spilled my pint on my laptop. So none of us are living the fucking dream, are we? No. Well, when, when I first started this, uh, when I start, first started working from home, I cleaned my laptop that work gave me with Dettol. And I accidentally knocked down the number five, the number six, the question mark, and the at symbol. And that was two and a half years ago. So every time I want to put an at symbol or a question mark, I got to go to Google, type in Google, question mark. Brilliant. Also, no wonder you're fucking moving job, mate. Cheap bastards as well. Just give you a new fucking laptop. No, I, to be fair, I haven't told them. I couldn't tell them. <laughs> no, that's your fault then. <laughs> yeah. I just didn't because I've got so much. You know, you're not meant to save stuff on your hard drive. You're meant to save it on like, the cloud. I don't do oh, that. Yeah. And all my podcast notes is that everything's on here. So yeah. I didn't want to give them my laptop. I have to fucking I hope, do, I hope deal with it. That no, no one from um, work listens to this because the whole thing is on my work laptop yeah. because it's got more memory. It's a better laptop than yeah. I've got. Yeah, not 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 what your computer's got, what you've got. 
Yeah, yeah, what I've got in general, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, during this time, when we were able to rob the Spanish quite easily, Captain Morgan was making his, uh, well, earning his stripes as a pirate, and he quickly made captain. At one point, Captain Morgan was so inspiring and successful that at one point he called up four recruits and nearly 2,000 men turned up in 37 different ships. Yeah, so he had a real range. He had a, yeah, he gave out the call saying, hey, lads, I'm on an excursion, and 2,000 men turned up to want to join his army. Um, He's a real so pied piper of, of the sea. <laughs> pirates. <laughs> <laughs> or pirates. Um, like that, yeah, yeah pied piper of pirates. You know, alliteration is key. Christ, um, yeah, I can't believe I missed that fucking... That was, <laughs> that was an own goal right there. That's a sporting <laughs> team. I know that. You love a bit of sports, don't you? All right, um, <laughs> so the the battle. This is when we started to get into the meat and bones of it. Um, so this battle was during a time when Spain and England were still at war. And during this war, Captain Morgan and his crew had been attacking Panama and the islands around there for plunder since 19- for 1669. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Sorry. It says 1969 on my notes, but <laughs> that ain't <laughs> right. Like, oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's late in the 60s. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he was summer in love, baby. Summer in love. I forgot to mention he's also a time traveler, and <laughs> he's really, he really gets about. Um, no, no, he sorry, genuinely was a pirate in the sixties. I love that. In, in 1669, um, but Captain Morgan had been having beef with the governor of Panama, Don Juan Perez de Guzman, and it's not, it's not Guzman, the actor from from modern I times. Wish it were in my head. <laughs> That is, he's played, if it was a film, he's been played by <laughs> Luis Gizmon. And that yeah. is the best thing I've ever seen. Little pig nose face. <laughs> um, hey, I, won't have, I won't have anything bad said about him. He's, he's a fucking treasure. <laughs> okay. Um, and a few years earlier, uh, Captain Morgan had taken the city of Portobello, which is in Panama, and was under uh, Governor Guzman's jurisdiction. After sacking Portobello and keeping the inhabitants hostage, which was like a trait he used to do, Morgan sent a ransom demand to the governor of Panama for 100,000 pieces of eight, which is a sort of pirate word for the Spanish dollar. In exchange for the 100,000 pieces of eight, Captain Morgan would spare the town and its inhabitants. So he'd often do this. He'd take the entire town captured and he'd also kill them all unless he pay for their ransom. Um, he also sent along a pistol as a symbol. Yeah, he was. He, I mean, yeah, he is a cunt, but he, he, we'll get on to that. He also sent along a pistol of his as a symbol of how easily he had taken Portobello and declared that he would return and take his pistol back again when he next wanted to pillage. The governor was really furious about Captain Morgan's boast, but he also did pay the ransom like a little cuck. So that is, a, that is badass, though, isn't it? It is, isn't that, it? That's a cool yeah. badass move, like, you know, very intimidating. Yeah. yeah, I'll be fucking back when I want you all, fucking rap. Um, I love how you so, said, like, oh, this is this is just fucking infantile. It's just pathetic, but also I will pay the 100% of the ransom because I'm, I'm scared. <laughs> and a little extra for your trouble. Um, <laughs> yeah, please don't hate me. <laughs> yeah. So this is slightly condensed, but now a few years later, Christmas 1670, Captain Morgan was aimed to raid Panama City, where the governor lived, and it was an incredibly wealthy place, and this is where he came back to reclaim his pistol. To do so, Captain Morgan would have to defeat troops that the governor of Panama had reinforced and garrisoned at separate forts along the Chagres River. As the governor had already preempted that this would be the route Captain Morgan would take. So Morgan detached a force of 400 men in five ships to deal with the first fort. He slightly underestimated how hard taking Chagres would be, as the governor had doubled the garrison to 314 men and improvised, improved the defences and added an additional 20 guns to its artillery. The pirates launched a frontal assault, but were getting battered. Now, this sounds like utter bollocks, so they, they tried to attack the fort, wasn't working, and they decided to retreat. 
But according to John Eskmalin, a famous buccaneer chronicler, aka a boffin mm. who wrote down what was happening, he said that the loser of the pirates. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the nerd of the group, uh, he said that one of the pirates was struck by an arrow. So as they were retreating, he got hit by an arrow. And apparently, the skewered pirate was so angry that he had been pinned down that he yanked it out of him, wrapped it in a bit of shirt, set it on fire, jammed it down his musket, and fired it back at the fort. And then by some divine what? intervention, it landed near the fort's cannons, ammunitions, and explosives, which led to a devastating explosion and led to the pirates being able to storm the fort due to the walls being blown up, which no, sounds that, mad. That, that <laughs> sounds like... Um... To uh, that sounds like the victories go the history books. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, the history. that does not sound like as if. Yeah. Come on now, what are the chances of that? I mean, out yeah. of the realms of physical law, maybe <laughs> yeah. not. But yeah, the winners write the history no, books. That's right. It's it's um, that's gotta be it's, it's gotta be. Look, at the end of the day, I got it. I got it with an arrow, and yeah. I just fucking pulled out. I didn't care. But the reason I put my the reason around, people believe actually, it, like, who gives a shit? <laughs> Well, the reason they believe it is because it was really the, the the fort was holding up well, and it was just people, you know, they were getting the men were being washed up against the wall because they couldn't get through it. Um, either way, it was a win. Uh, but Morgan had lost around a hundred men and seventy were injured, so it was way more than he thought he would lose. Yeah. Uh, but once he captured it, Morgan then made a base at Chagres and left around five hundred pirates there and took the remaining twelve hundred troops to the Panama jungle in nineteen seventy one. Um. The governor had also preempted this. Not, um, so no, he had, not, sorry, ni- nineteen seventy-one. What do you mean, seventeen ninety-one? <laughs> yeah, he uh, fell for the old trick again. Yeah. Didn't you? So, yeah. so this is uh, the age of love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm obsessed. So sorry, uh, this is sixteen seventy-one. You're so desperate um, to live you. in pirate times, man. You're bringing it towards the modern era. Well, I told you my my six, my this number six on my keyboard doesn't work, so I, I usually have to copy the number six. Um, <laughs> Um, uh, I sometimes put the number nine just remind myself I've got to turn it upside down because it looks like a six upside down. It's just not working. Yeah. <laughs> no. um, anyway, the governor had preempted that he was going to take the troops through the Panama- Panamian jungle. Um, so he adopted the scorched earth tactic and made sure that the pirates couldn't loot anything or eat much as they'd taken everything of worth and burnt the crops, making the next eight days exhausting, demoralizing, and for the first time leading for Captain Morgan's men to question his leadership. During this march, they were also attacked by guerrilla-style units from the governor. So they're being whittled down by, uh, you know, in the bushes, being fired at, like constantly being kept awake at night, having a few men picked off here and there. Um, by the night, Welsh it, tactic. Of, it is a very Welsh tactic. That so we're having a taste of our own medicine here. Um, mm. But by the ninth day, they stumbled across cows and had a bloody yummy feast. But things were still not going to plan, as Captain Morgan had planned to interrogate those they captured along the route. But because the governor had everyone out of their villages and to the towns, um, Morgan had no prisoners to gain any intel. Things were going so well for the governor that he put around 200 cavalry behind where Captain Morgan was, so uh, they could attack the pirates if they tried to retreat from the upcoming battle. By now, it was January the 18th, 1671. They'd been there for a good couple of weeks, and we reached the city of Panama. Governor Guzman has in some reports as many as 3,600 soldiers, making them outnumber the pirates three to one. But yeah. still, 1,200 pirates was an absolute force to be reckoned with. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. So This is apparently the largest pirate army that ever had gathered in the Caribbean, which was a mark of Morgan's renown. And I read an it's, article um, that... Oh, you go on, on, sorry, mate, go on. No, you go on, I'm having a sip of my pint. I was going to say, it's, um, it's a, a weird thing to hear, I find, two words to get a pirate army. Because you never think about yeah. armies, do you? You just think of ships. Mm. You think yeah. you think of all their battles as as naval 
And 100%. But it's so it's so interesting to see that you, you think about it, you think, of course they would. They'd have to dock at some point and like to yeah. take a town. You would have to well, like get your men off and have a, an actual ground battle. And you just yeah, don't just ask think, your mum, she gets men off. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I fucking, I, as soon as I bloody said that, as soon as I didn't get men off, I was like, here he goes. He's going to fucking clasp onto that. I thought, but, I thought for bloody once in our lives, but, he might not, he might not ridicule me in front of our audience. The lowest no. hanging fruit. Here we are. Yeah. Um, you but you are right. I was literally thinking, pepper, you. when I said, um, when I said the, the his, uh, they, they went through the Panamanian jungle, I could kind of picture them with their big cutlasses held in their mouth, walking past. I thought, fuck, that'd be terrifying. Like a pirate army would just seem so ruthless and cruel. But again, Two I wouldn't let them just fucking chomping through <laughs> the thing. People got eye patches on each one and parrots going everywhere. <laughs> parrots scouting out above, you know, like on like Assassin's Creed games. Again, nerd reference here. They were, <laughs> Come on, Sunin. Tell me where you're yeah. going. <laughs> um, but I hadn't. Yeah, I, I also I, I didn't even imagine them on the fucking on the decks. Um, but still, so I'll go back to this. Um, and I read in an article that this wasn't just 1,200 soldiers led by a general or a prince. This was 1,200 criminals or slaves um, of English, Dutch, French, African, Native Central American descent, led by a Welsh farmhand. This would make it one of the most multicultural armies of all times. So <laughs> good on That's him, class. I suppose. And also, I love that they, they, you know, they'd be like dirty little fighters as well. You know, yeah, there was no like yeah. rules of combat for them. They would kick you no. in the bollocks so dirty. Yeah. Right? Like they, they yes. really wouldn't give a shit. Well, this, there's something swashbuckling and film like about this band of merry men. I, mean, I say merry, mm. they did murder, rape, and pillage. So I shouldn't paint them as like Captain Jack Sparrow's. Well, <laughs> oh, they're so wholesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I'll take a little break there, see if there's anything you want to add. Cause I know I've been rattling on. But, um, no, mate, no, I, I, I'm, I'm loving all this. It's um, the build-up is actually uh, it's pumping me up because it's yeah. like you said, it's like a build-up to a, a big fight in a film. You know, if you like you said, if you ignore all the downsides of them raping and pillaging and all that sort of stuff, <laughs> yeah, it's it, a good it's very much like a, a Pirates of the Caribbean esque yeah. thing. You know, there's been no rape or pillaging yet because there's been no one to rape or pillage. Well, not yet. No, exactly. <laughs> so, so basically, <laughs> they they're good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Clean. Well, we don't know what happened. Yeah, right now it's a Schrodinger's pirate. We don't they, they know Sh- Schrodinger's rape and pillage, isn't it? Is, have they done it? Have <laughs> yeah. they not? Who knows? Um, well, let's move on. Well, they did, but you know, it was interesting. <laughs> so now the battle really starts with Captain Morgan taunting that he's come to collect his pistol, um, the one that he sent to demand a couple of years badass, before, man. like I mentioned. You're, yeah, it is a pretty badass, and he's like, I'm back to get my pistol, bitch. And he's still called Louise Guzman, bitch. Take so your pistol's this. name out your fucking mouth. <laughs> Take my pistol's name out your fucking mouth. Again, depends a on when we re- again, yeah, depends on when we re- when we release this one. It could be yeah, it could be well before, it could be well after. It won't be before, will it? Obviously, it won't be before. No, <laughs> yeah. no, I got, I'm gonna edge my bets. It won't be before. Um, yeah, so anyway, the governor sends out the cavalry in an attempt to quickly smash the pirates, but the pirates set up um, just in front of the boggy terrain, which the cavalry gets stuck and blasted by muskets. And so often we read about battles being based around boggy terrain. It always seems Mate, to be the, the, the underlying. I love that even though they're in fucking was it Panama, older yeah. Captain Morgan's going, Welsh ah, I remember my ancestors, the old Welsh tactics. <laughs> leather bog, I fucking leather, leather bog. bog. Yeah, 
Sorry, I was saying, yeah. uh, they got blasted by muskets and the cavalry got stuck in the mud. So what if they try and withdraw or they try and turn around, but that's really slow. So they actually lo- end up losing way more horses and men because uh, of their slow turning around in this boggy marsh. Then the Spanish release... <laughs> right, this is wild. The Spanish release oxen and cattle into the pirate ranks to try and stampede them to death. So... Whoever's right. idea that was, whoever's idea what that's made a fatal error. Like one, what well, I'd say is a glaring mistake. They forgot, right, that cows aren't usually using water because they're fucking cows. They're, they're better they're for not milking. militarized, really. Are they <laughs> usually? <laughs> no, you, know, no. you don't ride them into battle, do you? For a reason, <laughs> no, probably. You don't really remember fucking. Yeah, they didn't make a war cow film. Anyway, <laughs> I mean, I, I'd fucking watch that if they I'd did. Watch it. Yeah, it would be way better to watch. Okay, um, so the cows understandably got scared by the pirates shooting at them, and they stampeded in the wrong direction and killed the Spanish troops, which is fucking that is hilarious. so good. That is so good. Yeah. Release the cows! Oh, shit. They're coming back. <laughs> Stampede! It turns out cows are pretty big and fucking bullshy as well. I imagine yeah. that if you got it by when, you're probably not getting back up to have a scrap. You? No. No, also, cows are so heavy. So, like, yeah, they're great if you can get them in the right direction, but mm, they get scared. There's a reason guns. they haven't been used, you know, throughout history. Yeah. As like a, a <laughs> it's just the one now. and only time. Because this you go, and in Zulu. You go, boo. They wouldn't say, they would say boo to goose, you know? You say boo yeah. to them and they fuck off the other way. They're gonzo, yeah. I think this is this and the time in the film Zulu when the the fucking uh, cows get let out of the paddock to stop them getting killed. You remember that scene that they flow out like a river. This is the only yeah. two times in history cows have been used in war, and both times is <laughs> unbelievable. Um, but still, the battle the battle marches on, and now the pirates were at the city itself, which still had around two thousand four hundred men to defend it. So fierce fighting continued for hours, um, and the pirates were being you know, using everything. They were using uh, gunpowder grenades, which were relatively new. Muskets were firing off. They were burning things. They were causing chaos. And this was causing the Spanish to start losing more and more men. So the governor, who had promised he would burn the city to the ground before letting the pirates have it, ordered the troops to blow up gunpowder barrels around wooden buildings. So it's <laughs> so much of Panama burnt to the ground and a lot of the wealth was gone, which actually meant the total spoils of war were relatively low. Some gold remained, but a lot of it had been taken out of the city with the ships before the battle anyway. So most of the people had left Panama, most of the gold had left Panama after plundering what they could. So just to clarify, the fight's over by now. Uh, the, Spanish had kind of, the Spanish had given up, retreated, escaped to uh, the jungle or escaped by boat. Um, and the pirates had taken over. And there was still some poor bastards in Panama itself who couldn't afford to leave. So after plundering what they could, the pirates caused chaos and anguish to the poor folk in Panama. You know, they torture, all the awful stuff that you'd imagine when a city Mm. gets sacked. They decided to take what they could and go back to Chagres and reassess and take stock. Um, As the profits were much lower than anticipated um, and ransoms for the city, nor the poor people in there were being met, the pirates were annoyed. Some pirates were looking to take um, the captured boats and set up their own pirate gang. So Captain Morgan destroyed those ships because he's a fucking boss bitch. Christ. <laughs> like, oh, we're going to take these ships and go our own way. So, hmm, are you? Or am I going to burn them as well, <laughs> you pricks? Um, he then had everyone searched, including himself naked, to make sure they weren't hiding any valuable loot. And now what happens next including is just Including himself. Wild. I love that. <laughs> yeah, look at me. I've got nothing look on me. Look at my massive <laughs> cack. <laughs> What's all that in that bag over there? Don't worry about that. Chill out. <laughs> um, so what happens next is 
I say wild. The whole story is pretty wild. Um, despite despite the fact that many of his men fought so bravely and viciously and helped him win, in an act of pure treachery, he just fucked off. He just snuck off with all the loot on his boat and just gone. Morgan, now. <laughs> yeah. So he, he oh, put all the loot on his boat. Traitor. He left most of the pirates stranded with no food, money, or means to escape. Then, to make oh. matters worse, loads of pissed-off Spaniards came back to kill them. Uh, as a revenge for the lost countrymen. Oh no! And then oh man, that that is, that is taking a turn that I, I did not want. I I thought we were <laughs> praising a uh, an impressive Welshman here. I mean, don't worry, the raping pillaging aside, but I, yeah. I thought he was a man well, maybe of that's honor, why he left. You know? Maybe he was like, oh, do you know what, guys, this ain't for me. But he said, I don't really fancy final... a podcast being made about me later on. <laughs> no, I actually come across quite bad in all this, so I'm going to go. Yeah. Um, to add a final twist in this tale, when all this was happening, Spain and England, because um, the, the English were happy with Captain Morgan doing this, he actually wanted him to do this. Um, when this was going on, because it took a good couple of years, Spain and England had actually broken a peace deal to stop the constant costly wars. But Captain Morgan didn't know this at the time. So because the, the British government originally said, yeah, do this, it then looked like a provocation of war by the British because the, the message oh, hasn't reached God. him in time. So he was meant to be in prison to show the British were not behind the attack. But when he got back to England, he was sort of revered as a hero and romanticized as this great buccaneer explorer. So he didn't face any jail time. I don't think he did anyway from what I found. Um, And he was eventually returned to Jamaica as Lieutenant Governor Sir Henry Morgan, even serving as acting governor from 1680 to 1682. And then died peacefully in Jamaica. Smoking no, a fat uh, no. ruby, you know what I'm saying, brother? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> we'll cut that. Cut that. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, no no good deed goes unpunished. As I say, yeah. But you've just outdone me with that now. It's not really funny yeah. after that, is it? <laughs> no. So, yeah, what, what pirate's life for him? It's a... I know. He, he, he's, he's fucking gone away with it. He's literally gone away yeah. with it. He's like fucking... Um, oh, it's charmed life, isn't it? He's like Bruce Forsyth. He probably was <laughs> definitely a pedo. Well, in that he was definitely a pedo, but he died before he got any sort of accusations made. That's wild. Is Brucey even dead? And is he a pedo? A, Brucey is 100% dead. And B, he's 100% a pedo. <laughs> you have caught me left field with that. Right, just have a fucking look at the guy, all right? He just, <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. I, da, 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 da. Come on, Bruce. Come on. That is it. He's got Jesus, when it. you Google him, how is that a face? How is he not a villain? He looks like the guy from uh, Lazy Town. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. He died as well, didn't he? But he, he had the yeah. good graces to not be a pedo, so... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Robbie Rotten. I, I don't want him to get us done here for, for saying he is a pedo. I'm not saying he is one. Mm. I'm just saying he looks I mean, a You bit just said like a minute one. ago, he 100% is a pedo. Right, okay, but that's in my opinion. So like, you, know, you, can't, you can't take 100% it from me. in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, you can't take that from me. All right, fine, I'll adjust it. Um, he's he's like, like one of those like Daily Mail like right wing people that goes just my opinion, but I'm saying it's fact. I but it is think. fact, yeah. Also, I'll redact <laughs> yeah. it later, but it'll be like on the fucking yeah. bottom of page fucking seventy. 
but um, <laughs> yeah, we're sorry, we're racist. All right, oh, I, I'll well, adjust job, my guys. previous comment. I'll adjust my previous comment. Yeah. Got away with it, like Savile. Then, all right, Savile didn't. <laughs> yeah, that's no what I thought it. you meant. I thought yeah. you just got confused. I thought you'd like. Well, no, I, I mean, I mean both, but you know, <laughs> I yeah, uh, but Savile, he got I'm away with it because he didn't have. He Brucey. didn't have to. Yeah, come on, Bruce. I mean, I you know I can I can look at Brucey and think he's entertaining, <laughs> you that game? but you can't higher you can't lower, tell me higher or lower. There's something going to come out. This... Oh. <laughs> and he kept saying lower, lower, <laughs> lower, yeah. every time. Higher or lower, higher or lower. Right? It's a ten. Lower. <laughs> no. It's it's fine to speak ill of a dead man, isn't it? I think that's the rule. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think you can libel the dead. So, uh, yeah, think, what's he going to do? Sue me? I don't think so. Uh, let me um, do, can you libel the dead? The the cutting of this segment. <laughs> no, the dead cannot on currently be def- Look at this. Can the can dead, the dead be defamed? State, In short, uh, it, can the dead be defamed? In short, no, the dead cannot currently be defamed under English law. Under English law. That sounds a bit the, weird. The it's one thing the English did term. good for us. What about the Welsh law? I bet bloody um, Draco's well, the bastards, that. Yeah. <clears throat> I think for the last 400 years, since we've always been under English and Welsh law, haven't we? After, since we've yeah. been a principality. So I stand um, by what anyway. I said. <laughs> yeah, nonce. <laughs> in the long and short of it, nonce. Um, so <laughs> yeah. in this podcast, that, that's the end of the tale of uh, Captain Morgan versus the city of Panama. But what we like if I say so myself. Oh, thank you very much. We like to offer two segments to this, uh, yeah, this rambling podcast that's loosely based around just like history we've Googled. Um, it's called, oh shit, I've got something in my eye. Um, we like to, so, so Jack, I say this all the time, but Jack isn't so au fait with sports, but he's got on board with the idea of having a dick of the day and a man of the match. So in that, we, we talk about who we think the, who helped win the battle or who was the most heroic person of the tale and who is the guy who fucked it up, who's the real, I totally understand the real Bruce days. of the gang. I totally yeah. understand it. Dick of the day is who we think has the biggest dick. And um, <laughs> yeah, man of the match is he you want to kiss the most. Let it, yeah, who's the biggest manly man? Like. Um, so, right, uh, I'm going to start this week because I usually throw it to you. I'm going to start with my man of the match. Um, so my man of the match is the little fucking psycho who fired that arrow that was piercing him when he fired it back at the Spaniards, Spaniards, and blew up the wall. Because. <laughs> yeah, that guy well, definitely 100% existed <laughs> and 100% did it as well. It's so true. Well, it's wild. If it happened, it's incredible. Even if it didn't, the fact that someone decided to lie and say, oh, I'm going to bring this out and be fired back over, it's good imagination. Um, I love that the guy really probably like, just got hit by an arrow and then the fucking wall exploded through no you know, no action of his own. He went, do you see what I did, boys? Do you see what I did there? Like, yeah, yeah, well, class. I actually thought the same. I bet some like dopey little Spanish apprentice bloke like Manuel from uh, Forty Towers just dropped a match or something next to all the uh, dynamite and he blew it up himself and to cover his tracks. He's like, oh, did you see that? <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Mr. Sachs. For uh, lighting the <laughs> yeah. fuel with a match, yeah. <laughs> yeah. How was the Spanish accent? See, see, see. Uh, uh, oh, mate, uh, don't, don't make me try and do. 
to me, I've already called fucking hey, Forsyth yeah. a pedo. I don't, I don't need to <laughs> add to racism some, to the mix. Yeah, some xenophobic rant. Uh, yeah. Uh, th- uh, th- <laughs> all I can think of is that song I, I, in Northern Ireland right, when they fine, say... All right, you- You've goaded me, fine. I, I pulled the arrow out of my uh, out of the uh, out of my chest, well, and uh, well, I. <laughs> yeah. The Englishman with the lisp. You said, "I've got a bloody." You know, like they say paella. You know, like the, you yeah. know, the paella that like, is meant to be spelled. I was trying to do yeah. that. I'm not very good at accents, so I just. You know, <laughs> well, it's like it, right? in the Lonely Island when they they got that song. Uh, <laughs> we went to see, uh, well, we were on the road in Spain. We noticed that people couldn't pronounce it. <laughs> Let me read you the lyrics. This is so funny. <laughs> we were on the road in Spain, and I noticed that the people pronounce the letter S like a th sound. So instead of saying Spain, they say Spain. <laughs> you know, like the whole country is a crazy speech <laughs> impediment. So I write this <laughs> song about that. It's <laughs> that fucking it's, brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, if I was to do hey, my name is Thin, I'm from Thin, uh, we paella, we have paella, and we, that's a bit more Mexican or a bit more vote for Pedro, the Spanish, the Spanish, yeah, all right, <laughs> let's not go down that route. Um, I was, yeah, <laughs> we'd be all night with that, but we'll, we'll cut this shit. Right, off of the yeah, cut, 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 I pulled my I pulled my arrow out of my chest and I put it on the the, the thing and I lighted the, the I lighted the fuel <laughs> and the fuel lit on the fire and now the fire for, for from Pedro the, for the next castle but but for Pedro for the captain of the ship <laughs> I reckon we keep this in <laughs> nothing can go right. wrong if we keep is this it, in is it yeah. is it offensive is it I funny? don't think it's offensive because the Spanish aren't marginalised although the Hispanic are so. We're in a real yeah. quandary here. Maybe if, if it makes a lighter day, we made a decision and we stick to it. what, when you uh, DM us, guys, and you, you tell us, are we racist? Are we xenophobic? <laughs> yeah. Maybe not, maybe and true. if we are, if we are. We're not going to change sorry. anything because it's, it's already out there, isn't it? You know, we're already <laughs> yeah. cancelled then, so. We'll just do a Tory-style apology with our family by the gates and say, listen, we don't know what we did was wrong. I will, I will literally cry on a webcam and go, I never <laughs> thought that this was ever going to happen. And I feel so sorry for everyone. <laughs> All right, hit me with your man of the match. Man of the match, man. It's got to be the old, the oxen. The oxen. <laughs> I mean, I know they weren't... Um, Ollie, Ollie, oxen, fly. Ollie, Ollie, oxen, fly, but... I know they weren't driven by any sort of uh, morals or like sort of um, <laughs> loyalty to anything, but but man, they they sorted us because if the oxen had kept going, they probably would have, you know, railroaded yeah. over a lot of yeah. the old pirates. Um, but they well, didn't. They, they they did the decent thing when they heard the gunshots and you know followed their instincts, well, fucked off to the back and just battered someone. One of the first times we've done this, I've got the exact same. Whose ever idea it was to release cows as a military tactic is a fucking idiot. Idiot. Yes, absolute idiot. Um, I on, so that, that was my man of the match. Is that your dick of the oh. day? Are we, are we linking up, are we? I've had a few beers. I got confused. Yeah. The Venn diagram yeah. is finally overlapped. Well, my dick of the day, yeah, um, you got me. I got it wrong. <laughs> my mine is mine of the cow. So, so let's go back a second. Actually, no. We'll we'll do the whole. You do your dick of the day in a second, and then we'll we'll reconverge to see who is the actual man of the match and who's the dick of the day. And let me just give my piece for why I think the cows are the dick of the day. Um, cows have been with humans forever, and not once were they used as vehicles of war. 
So I'm not saying the cows of the dick of the day. I'm saying the man who released them is the dick of the day. Oh, I feel like we're having uh, the same conversation as we had on one of our previous episodes where I said the heavy horse were not to be blamed. And you said, we were just following orders, sir. Just following orders. <laughs> You're a Nazi sympathizer, mate. That's what you are. No, you were the Nazi sympathizer. <laughs> no, 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 mate. The, the, the scales have changed now, right? <laughs> no, no I, I think you were saying the cows are the man of the match. And I'm saying the dick of the day is the man responsible for releasing the cows. And it was a man. I think that's man. fair, went, yeah. The man went, yeah. some man went, release the cows, they'll be fucking brilliant. Yeah. And then they heard, and they just fucking went, nah, gonna come the other way now. And he yeah. went, what's I, going on? I can't believe I the like cows are unreliable. They've been used in war since Alexander the Great, surely. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, like I said, that one scene in Zulu where they rush out and create a little sea of cows. But come on, that, that was a film. And also 200 years later, like, it's just, I just don't, I don't buy it. It ain't happening. Whoever thought of it, they're fucking idiots. You have Michael Caine in the ranks. Maybe he'd sort it out. Yeah. But... 25%? Got a sergeant or that, guy, or that guy going, butchers, butchers of men. Damn you, Chad. Damn all you butchers. I love that film so much. <laughs> yeah. Man. We should quote him oh, oh, that's, 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 that's an episode we got to do at some point shortly. I was going to say, yeah, we, we could do like a film episode where we just watch a film and commentate along next to it. Oh, yes, please. Yeah, because the the battle itself, we know it. Let's watch the film. Yeah. Anyway, that's admin. Um, that's next. Yeah. So, who is your dick of the day then? Dick of the day, I'd probably go for um, uh, the matey boy who burned his own town to the ground. Um, uh, I kind of get it. Uh, yeah, what's his name? Louise Guzman. Yeah, the actor. Yeah. The um, actor. I kind of feel Louise bad. Feel bad because I get I get it, you know what I mean? You're going, I'd rather burn my town to the ground than have the enemy take it. But it's also just mm. such like um it's almost like a sore loser move, you know, you like throw throw the monopoly board off the table when you're losing. Do you know what I mean? Like, come on man. You you, you, you <laughs> yeah. fucking you, you did your best defence and matey boy fucking beat you. Just fucking take it on mm. the chin. Maybe live to fight another day or whatever. Don't just don't be a dick, like. Well also, um, the, he, I think he did get punished by the Spanish when he went back. I think he got like, because uh, I think he fucked up some other battles and the Spanish were like, do you know what, why are you so high up your shit? I think he got arrested for being a prick or being a Luis Guzman impersonator. <laughs> yeah, you've been in many films, but that won't save you now. <laughs> yeah. So I, uh, I reckon the, um, I, I, it's quite a tough one for, but for Man of the Match, I think, I like to think of the uh, romantic idea of this pirate pulling out the arrow and finding it back. Right, yeah, back and I'll, I'll go for that, because I, I love, um, you know me, I'm a fucking mythology. Yeah, nerd. you love a bit I, of mythos, don't so, you? So this is how all mythology is made in, like, fucking just grand mm. stories, so I'm, I'm all for that. If it's a case of print the truth or print the legend, I say print the legend. I, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's a deep cut for any of you uh, that's very good yeah there. that's a that's a thinking yeah. man's reference right there <laughs> yeah. um uh and then for the second one, dick of the day the guy who released the cow or guzman who did fuck up and burn i think guzman burned an entire city down yeah absolute sore loser like i've but he I've did have a lot of good ideas 
just because I've got fucking Mayfair on Monopoly, you're going to start kicking off like yeah. this, this joke. Yeah. Well, I kind of want to play. I'll go. This is a tangent. I want to play board game. Oh, I always say that. Then I look at them, think well, I've got an Xbox. That's way let's, better. Let's get the but, Panama version of uh, Monopoly. Yeah. So, all right, Guzman. I feel like he is tough because he's had like he did have lots of good ideas, like scorching all the earth and getting people out of there. Yeah, he wasn't a but, bad tactician, but he just a couple of things let him down. And it's more to me, it's more the sore loser aspect. Like, come on, mate. Okay, you know, the yeah. pirates beat yeah, fair and square. You yeah. know, let him let him out, let him have the riches. Yeah. yeah, you were beaten by <laughs> dirty cutthroats. Yeah, just let him have have your riches. Yeah. And also, he, he seems uh, yeah. like one of those guys that, like, fucking fails upwards, you know? Yeah, yeah, he's a fucking Matt Hancock of the pirate of the, of the exactly. fucking 16th, 17th century. Fucks okay. up all the time, but still gets fucking great positions. Mm. Let's give that, then, to Dick of the Day, to Guzman. Um, I'm happy with that. I think that, that was a yeah. wild story, wasn't it? Yeah, it's, it's, a wild, it, it's a wild battle, man. Like the, the the fact that they released cows and it got fucking turned on its head and crazy stuff. Yeah. So should we like wrap that up there for another episode? Um should we say if you want to follow us, well we'd appreciate if you follow us on Twitter at Tales Number Four Wales. So Tales for Wales. Um drop us a message with any episodes you want us to do or any interesting facts or tidbits. Um if you've got any criticism or like tips how we get better, shove it up your ass and fuck yourself because we don't want to hear it. Yeah, as usual, yeah, um, criti- criticism is not welcome in any shape or form. <laughs> no, you no. either like us no. how we are, uh, we're not going to improve, we're not going to better ourselves, we're yeah. not going to change. So you either tune I, in. I will fight like you if you want to. Literally. Yeah, if you've you, got a criticism, I, I love fighting. I will fight you if you want to go across some of this. We'd you can DM us. History of DM we us. Go, you we and, always go so aggressive. Yeah, but I mean, you got to something, you know, in this market, it's, it's tough, isn't it? <laughs> you got to. Um, <laughs> DM us if you want to have a scrap. If you if you want to give us criticism, DM us with your five hardest mates. Yeah, go bring your five hardest mates and we'll have a pop. And, and we'll say, ha-ha, we won. This was all a joke anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, ha-ha, fuck you. Yeah, and then we'll bring our five hardest mates and we'll kick your fucking skull in and I'll let you throw the first punch. <laughs> Well, I'm just, yeah. well, yeah, I'm just going on ten pints of curling. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, that's your curling talking, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Honestly, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, but but uh, yeah, on a real level, <laughs> thank you so much for giving us a chance. Picture my picture me putting my arm around your shoulder right now and like a very beery breath, going, "No, thing is, so mate, you're top lad, really." The thing is, though, when you, at the end of the day, when you really think about it, we fucking love you, boys, now. Yeah. Anyway. Thank you for your moment. That's us. Thank you for your moment, guys. Yeah. Cheers now. Ta-da, ta-da, ta-da. Bye. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye.